Welcome to the Women on Fire podcast. We're on a mission to help you have your best menopause and rest of your life. I'm your host, Jenna Moore. I'm an accredited integrative health and menopause coach, and I've studied nutritional awareness, women's hormones through a functional medicine lens, and explored various modalities, including breathwork, mindset, and positive psychology. Join me and my guests as we discuss how to navigate the natural life transition of menopause and growing older. From waistlines, waning libidos and what we are now we're over 40, we discuss it all. Women on Fire is sponsored by Menome, a New Zealand-based company by women for women. Menome specialises in scientifically validated all-natural supplements so you can experience freedom in menopause. Hi Women on Fire. Today I wanted to have a little chat to you about xenoestrogens and endocrine disrupting chemicals. If I've got you dropping open your mouth, I hear you, they're a mouthful, but they're very important because they're having a big impact on our wellness and our menopause journey. So it's important that we highlight that and get some words out there and a bit of awareness happening if you don't know. I'm not sending any news flashes out when I say to you that we live in a toxic world, am I? I mean, we're exposed to hundreds of chemicals every single day in everything from our food to our personal care. And um, let me explain those two words sort of more in depth. So endocrine disrupting chemicals or EDCs, let's call them EDCs just for simplicity for us. So like I said, we are surrounded and bombarded with hundreds and even thousands of chemicals every day. And these can impact our endocrine system. And if you're not totally clear on what that system is, it's the glands and the organs that make our hormones and release them into our bloodstream. So they're pivotal really. It's all to do with the HPA-TG axis, which stands for hypothalamus, pituitary gland, um, your adrenals, your thyroid, and your gonads, which is an awful term, but um, meaning ovaries. And absolutely that has a lot of influence over our entire menopause journey from peri right through to post-menopause. And EDCs can mimic our body's natural hormones and they can actually de decrease and increase the levels that are circling, circulating in our body and interfere with how we methylate, metabolize, and eliminate them. So that's a really big thing. And the scary thing is that they've been linked with conditions like autoimmune, thyroid, and endometriosis, and, um, you know, more symptomatic. They can magnify peri and menopause symptoms. So let's take a look at xenoestrogens, because they're kind of like the same deal, but they're a subcategory of EDCs, and they're in a lot of our 
personal care products. And ladies, don't we love our personal care and our makeup and our fragrances and everything? They're just fun and divine. Well, they can be. Um, xenoestrogens actually mimic the actions of the estrogen in our body and they have the ability to bind to the estrogen receptors that we have all over our bodies, not just in our ovaries and reproductive system, but also in our brain, all right through, right through. And so the xenos can contribute to estrogen dominance, which doesn't actually mean that necessarily mean that you have an excess of estrogen. It's more that you might have high estrogen in relation to, say, progesterone, which is actually one that hallmarks of menopause. But um, in terms of the ratios, it could have estrogen sky high and, you know, at roller coasters. So that can contribute and magnify to symptoms as well. Uh, Examples include BPA, which is quite a notorious xenoestrogen. You can find that on your till receipts from when you go shopping. It's in the food linings of cans, and it's in many plastic containers and drink bottles. Pathalates and triclosans, and I'm never sure if I say those right, but they're also very common ones in our fragrances and personal care. Um, it's interesting, some of you will know that I'm a former beauty editor and fragrance was one of my specialties. I've won awards for writing on it and my art direction and photography. And I used to collect, because we used to get um, so many bottles all the time, and fragrance bottles are an art form, in my um, opinion. So I used to collect them all. I've still got them, but I just don't wear fragrances as much because... Then I got sick, then I found out I was in um, perimenopause and I learned that fragrances is one of the biggest allergens out there. So that's a really big deal. So these days I tend to wear essential oils now rather than fragrance. That was a big learning curve for me, but oh, I still love those bottles and I will still have the odd spritz every now and then just to... Um, to sate my addiction, I suppose you could say. But there are a whole bunch of unwanted ingredients out there and it is something to be taken very, very seriously because it has been linked with all those conditions I mentioned earlier like endometriosis, infertility too, and the magnified signs of Simpson, signs and symptoms. So this is why it's such a good idea to do a detox of not just your food, but your personal care, your your cosmetics, your fragrances, your um, cleaning products, the pesticides you might use in your gardens and what's around you in the environment because all of them can have EDCs in them, which is a big deal. This is your life, right? The beautiful thing is that there are a plethora of natural brands out there. Now it's not like... I first got into this about 15 years ago, I think, and it wasn't there wasn't much of an array right then. So it's a pretty lucky time. And if you use traditional products, I'm not suggesting by any manner of means that you throw them all out and then have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars 
replacing them, I'm just suggesting that maybe something to think about was every time you use up a bottle or a jar, you replace it with a more natural variety to lessen your exposure to EDCs and xenoestrogens. It's a huge subject, so I, if you want to know more, I'd recommend um, visiting the Environmental Working Group website and sister, which is the Skin Deep database. And there are also some amazing books down out on the subject out there. So I will put some links in the show notes to those for you. Um, they're a very good starting point and you know, we've all got to start somewhere. You, I didn't certainly didn't want to overwhelm you. So I hope you enjoyed this snapshot and um, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women on Fire. If you love what we share, please subscribe and give us a rating and or a review. In addition, visit the Menome YouTube channel where you can subscribe and watch all of the interviews. That's the best way to support this podcast so we can continue to bring it to you. Thank you for your interest in midlife, menopause and women on fire. fire let's keep-